How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Um, some technical issues as is I don't think you can actually see what I'm saying, but you can hear what I'm saying. And we're here for a podcast episode for you. So we're here to do a lot of great talking about soccer and stuff like that. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. And it's in. Darwin Jones with the response for Orange County. And it is a massive one. Austin Gold dominant in the last 10 in the middle now gets around the defender Forrester with the outside of the right foot what a strike by Mary Forrester is the opening goal for Orange County down back post opportunity and a goal a beautiful goal by Orange County this is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast or on Facebook at Orange and Black Soccer Cast. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to another episode of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast presented by Roughneck Scarves. We are the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans and supporters. I'm your host, Ray Samora, and I'm with you almost each and every episode as we discuss all things Orange County Soccer Club and beyond, of course, because of all the craziness going on in the world currently. Uh, joining me as he does each and every episode, the voice of the DJ Ray Samora EUSL Championship streams. It's Dylan from Caroline Coalition. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm great. And you know what? I'm going to say I'm the voice of USL, EUSL alongside Alan because that was an amazing stream that we put on together. Alan's got that great tactical analysis. Apparently, I'm decent at the play-by-play. I don't know. He's the, he's the color man, I think, but that's who we really listen to, right? That's all we really want. Alan, how I, are I, you? How are you doing? It's my podcast now, yeah. Uh-oh. Is this like is this mutiny? Is this mutiny? Is that what's happening? It's the first happening. mate taking over the ship? Uh, no, all things right. are going great. Enjoying time um, down here in San Diego. Uh, rearranged the podcast studio again with hung up some curtains and change some lighting and it's been great and then calling games on top of that i mean it's a lifelong uh, dream of calling a video game soccer game it's like you know when you're a kid you used to dream about that all the time i used to also dream of making money someday so it's good that all my dreams are currently coming true oh and being outside all of my dreams coming true well it's um it was fun having you guys do that. Uh, I know the people that actually tuned in got a uh, got a laugh out of some of your commentary. You guys were spot on. You guys did your homework too. You guys had a lot of good, good topics and background information on the players. And I'm hoping to continue that as we go through the season. I know there's a match coming up this weekend. Uh, if you didn't catch the stream, you can find that stream on our YouTube channel. Uh, and you can watch that. There's also a highlight video on our YouTube channel. You can watch that. Uh, I'm playing... Uh, as a unofficial representative for Orange County, because this is not a, a league official event. This is more of a fan uh, sponsored, fan supported event. Just a bunch of fans decided, hey, there's no real soccer going on. Let's jump up and do some, uh, or jump on to the video game systems and do some video game soccer, which I know some people think is a little funny. 
Some people actually are getting a kick out of it. I know, again, people were listening to, to you two. And you guys, I think the, the benefit of having you guys on there throughout this season is going to help because almost everyone else is using the normal commentary uh, in that match. And it gives a break. You know, I think there's like 24 participants on the Xbox side. I think it's a similar number on the PlayStation side. So you think there's about 12 matches a week on each system. It's going to get tiring. Oh, no, I'm sorry. There's more than that because that's just on the West Coast. And then there's the East Coast teams. So there's a lot of teams participating, a lot of people doing that. I'm say a lot of people participating, representing certain teams. So getting your voices instead of the typical FIFA 20 announcers will definitely be a break for a lot of those people that are going to watch that. I mean, I guess the challenge would be is can we do one as if we were the FIFA announcers and try to, like, get all of the cliches in there? But um, I'm I'd happy say try that it. we aren't. Well, if you don't have a go. I will say this, though. We need one of you to be like that one that gets super excited when a goal was, is scored because there was a, a couple opportunities there where a goal gets scored. You guys are sort of in the middle of whatever it is you're talking about, and you guys just sort of say, oh, yeah, a goal scored. Great. Type, type. That's not exactly verbatim what you said. That was sort of the feeling on one or two of those goals. And there's the goal. <laughs> and this is NBR. All right, all right. Uh, so that's the that's, that's the one pointer you want to give us is we need to sure. Bring let's a go with that one more, pointer like, right there. That's that's the one pointer. Um, so let's do bangers. this. Let's... <laughs> yeah, score more interesting goals than. If you want an Aguero moment, then give me an Aguero moment. And and for those of you watching on our stream, our live stream, we actually have the highlights playing on there for you. So if you didn't get a chance to watch the match, you can see them there. Again, you can find these highlights on our YouTube channel. Um, If you want interesting goals, I mean, what was not interesting about the curler uh, from outside of the box? I think it was my second goal of the match. Uh, No, third goal of the match. I, I think that should go down as one of the... Uh, possibilities of goal of the week for for this EUSL championship. What was your I mean, favorite goal of the match, Dylan? Um, definitely the first one that you conceded where your goalkeeper <laughs> just decided that his name was Ugo Loli and just passed it straight to the opposition for him to just cheese it up and pass that one to the back of the net. That was the funniest thing. <laughs> it was so satisfying to watch. We were just talking about decision-making being like the thing that probably holds actual USL players back. And then you turn around and put that display up and it was just incredible. I loved it. I could not stop laughing. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty crisp pass directly to the offensive player. That's going to be at least assist of the week. Right. Right. (laughs) It was, I mean, it was pretty clean. I mean, it was like zipped right in buzzed right into the feet Easily playable, easily put it in. I mean, like, you can't set up a goal better than that. That was amazing. But then right after I give up that goal, I came back and scored uh, two quick goals, um, both right at the net. Uh, one by, um, was it Andre Schuler And one uh, with, by, uh, is it Till? I believe is the... Teal, yes. Teal, however you say his name. Um, and although it wasn't a, like, you know, brutal shutdown of the other team it was a 4-3 final score I, I felt like I was in control for most of the match even though I went down 1-0 off of that pass it was because I made that error right there that I went down there I, I was pretty confident that I was going to be able to come through with that victory and in the end I did uh, I'm not going to be one of those I'm going to admit this right now and some of you might get upset especially if you wanted me to win it for the, the orange and black um, 
you know, I'm not one of those players that's going to sit there. And if I get a two goal lead, I'm not going to just sit there with the ball and, and try and kill the clock. I'm going to still go out there and try and score as many goals as I can, regardless of the score. So uh, I think you guys saw that Dylan Allen, anyone that watched the stream, you saw that I, I, I don't sit there and, and stop. I keep playing. I keep pushing. I keep pressing. That's the way I'm going to play all season. And sometimes it's going to, it's going to bite me in the behind. Sometimes it's going to help me run up the score a little bit. And I'm hoping I can uh, run up the score this weekend. Well, that is very Orange County of you to always play that attacking style. And you win with it, you lose with it, um, but you always keep playing and you you learn. I think you're going to run into RB Salzburg a lot. That seemed to be a very yes. popular team. Uh, for a three and a half stars, they're probably one of the higher teams out there um, that you're going to run into because they have a lot of pace on the on the front end. And I think we talked about this before, is that you know defensively, uh, they're going to give some players some problems. I know that there's some ringers involved in some of these games. I think one of the score lines from the East was like 10 to one or something crazy. Um, but it's definitely feels like people are, are really trying to give it a go and, and trying to be entertaining and actually make it worthwhile. Yeah, definitely. Dylan, what are your thoughts? So did you, did, did I, I, it seems like Alan caught some of the other matches this weekend. Did you get a chance to see any other matches besides the one you called? No, I was doing homework. Um, and also how dare you do homework after I was done with my homework. Um, my goal is to eventually catch a couple more. I watched like one minute of one pretty early on in the day on Saturday or something, but, uh, it was like 75th minute on from that game and it was pretty well short up. So I just turned off the stream because it wasn't (laughs) as interesting given that some of the people are just playing with FIFA backgrounds and it's just a dude talking while he's streaming. Uh, those aren't nearly as interesting to me. So if anyone happens to be listening to this around the USL and you need a match announcer, I'm your man. Uh, reach out and I'll, I'll do that. Dylan has the setup. He knows he knows exactly how to connect it now. I know what's um, we're up. We're just talking I know about how to it. Do it. I'm super <laughs> bored. I need to do something other than homework and drink. Um, yeah, we were talking about it earlier on because I know in, in a few weeks uh, I am going to be facing Phil Grooms. Uh, many of you who listen to Soccer Podcast, he is the uh, one of the hosts on the USL show. Uh, so I was talking to Alan who frequents that show quite a bit that, you know, maybe we can set something up if he can work it out with some of those guys to do a like large group get together, or maybe, you know, two Dylan, Alan, maybe one or two more people from the USL show to jump on. And we could just do a gigantic uh, stream um, and, and make that work. We'll see what we can do on that. Oh, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I think there was at least one or two other participants in this that were wanting to try and find out how we did that so that they can try and do something like that. So maybe you'll see more of that uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I love Dylan Allen. I, I did reach out to a more popular, well-known play-by-play person to see if they would jump on and do it for my first match. But I think because uh, the USL is doing their own video game tournament, it probably is something where can't really do that. So I, I got the next best thing in in Dylan Allen and Alan Underwood as the play-by-play guys for the Orange and Black Soccer cast, DJ Ray Samora. Uh, there is one other Orange County uh, representative in this tournament. They're also in the Xbox division, so I'll get a chance to play them. I think it's more towards August that I, I will play this person. Um, it, the, the Twitter tag is mrod32, I believe is what it is. Um, I can't quite remember. I know it's Rodriguez. I think it's Michael Rodriguez. I did play a friendly with him and we ended up in a draw. We we did a friendly, I think on Monday or Sunday, we ended up in a one, one draw. So that's going to probably be a really good 
opportunity to see a competitive match. And the cool thing is uh, there's two of us that are, you know, fighting for the EUSL championship uh, championship here representing, or, you know, not unofficially representing Orange County. So there's double the opportunity or double the chance that Orange County can win something in this tournament. Um, Alan, since you saw a few more of the matches based on what you did see, I know you didn't see everything, but based on what you saw, uh, maybe around the, the streams and what I did in the match and what you know of me in some of the friendlies we put together, what do you put my, uh, chances of at least being towards the top in this season? Um, I think you you can definitely be in the top half. It seems that there's like a a group of people who FIFA is kind of their thing and they're going to win a lot of matches there seems to be that kind of next tier of people who play pretty consistently and then there's a bunch of guys who are hey this should be this should be fun and uh, i think if you can win a lot early i think you're going to put yourself in a pretty good position because i think there are some gamers out there that are like i don't really usually play fifa or i haven't played in a while and they're a little bit rusty um i think if you can take advantage of these the, the early part of the season uh, maybe do like a Alex Ferguson type approach where you put a bunch of points on the board early and then just try to hang on late as people kind of get better. Um, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think that's your goal in the first third of the season is to get as many points as you can on the board. And then um, hopefully when you run into some of those kind of high, high-end players, um, you can, you know, hold on for a draw, maybe nip a win here and there. But I, don't, I, I think based on kind of the play, uh, I would definitely put you in the top the top half of the West for sure, uh, based on some of the mistakes that I saw some players making where they tried to play sweeper keeper and not hit the ball at all and end up with a free shot on goal. So uh, there's definitely some people who play FIFA closer to my skill level. Um, so I, I think you got a, a, sh- a chance to uh, represent OC well. Hopefully. I, I'm hoping I could do that. And... I see that my stream, my video stream is sort of buggy a little bit today. Uh, hopefully, it, uh, gentlemen, hopefully you guys are hearing me okay at least. I know my video stream is a little bit uh, choppy, but hopefully my voice is coming through loud and clear. Um, your, your your audio is good, and who needs to look at our faces, really? That, I mean, yeah, who needs to look at our faces, right? Um, so this upcoming weekend, I'm facing uh, an opponent that actually played two matches this first week. Uh, well, technically, they actually played three matches. Their very first match was actually against uh, the before-mentioned Phil Grooms. Uh, but um, uh, apparently, this opponent that I'm facing this weekend used Liverpool in that match, which, uh, as Alan mentioned, it's a you're supposed to use a 3.5-star team or lower. Apparently, this person didn't uh, get the message before that match. Uh, luckily, the league was nice to him and basically let him do a replay um, instead of basically just taking a default loss off of that match. I believe he ended up beating uh, Phil two to one, and then he ended up losing his other match zero three. So I'm going to be trying to go find some some video of those matches just to sort of get an idea of what kind of opponent I'm facing. Um, but at this point, I don't know when that match would be. I was hoping I would have something for you guys today, listening to this podcast, to know when you could tune in to our stream of the match. But unfortunately, I haven't been able to get a hold of my opponent. I've reached out to them on Twitter. I've reached out to them on the League Discord channel and haven't heard back yet. So I'm hoping I'll get something. Uh, just follow what we have on social media. You'll find out uh, when I get a chance to set this up. And uh, for those of you that want to, you, maybe you can uh, reach, uh, try and bombard this guy on Twitter, even though he probably doesn't use Twitter a lot because he's only sent five tweets in his whole lifetime. 
Um, but that's basically the contact I have for him is Twitter. His uh, Twitter handle is at X-M-R-E-O-N. He is a locomotive FC uh, supporter. So um, anyone that knows this guy, if you're listening to our podcast, you can figure out who he is. I think his name is Alan or Alan Martinez. Uh, reach out to him and tell him, hey, DJ Race Moore wants to uh, talk to you and set up a, a match date and time so that we can get this thing going. Um, other news this week is, uh, the uh, like we said, the league actually did their official video game thing. They're doing an e, uh, a USL E-Cup, I believe is what the sort of official title there is, and it's uh, playing Rocket League. Uh, if you follow our good friends up in Reno, uh, those guys at 1868 Weekly, they're like official now. They they got their official call-up to the big leagues with Reno 1868. They're officially representing their squad there in that Rocket League tournament. I know, Dylan, you mentioned this last week. Uh, you're a little bummed that OC didn't reach out to you and maybe invite you to this. I mean, uh, they didn't know, right? Like, they, they obviously didn't know that I spent way too much time having played this game. I think they didn't and know this... about the Rocket League because apparently there's no one representing Orange County in this. I think that's the bigger thing. Uh, I'm a little bit bummed that they didn't reach out. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they just decided, nah, we don't care. Which is fine. Um, but yeah, I've wasted over a month of my life playing Rocket League, so I'd really love to just show off the fact that I'm a below-average Rocket League player um, and an official USL tournament, maybe score a couple cheese goals um, and stream the whole thing so people can listen to me speak more. Um, <laughs> that's the only thing that's changed about me in this quarantine is I'm, I'm very slowly starting to get um, some self-esteem. So. so maybe we'll see a video eventually in the coming weeks. Sounds unlikely, but at the at the bare minimum, um, at least I'm not making a fool of myself in Rocket League and undoing all that hard work I'm doing, right? Something like that. Uh, have you have you looked into this Rocket League thing? Do you know anything about any of the participants besides our friends up north? No, I just saw that the three of them were on the team. I got really excited, and I'm definitely gonna be rooting for Reno. I I you know because Orange County does not have a stake in this tournament. I I think Reno is becoming my or has become my official supporting team i guess the team that i'm going to support i guess I, I don't know how to say it right uh, so i will be cheering on brad uh john and i'm going to get in trouble for forgetting the last name uh matt rafferty mr gif himself yes matt sorry matt for forgetting your name on this that's I'm one of those so things i them right now i never oh, prep oh. i never put anything up on my everything is just like last minute looking things up and, and I think because Matt is the one we've talked to the least on this podcast is probably why I forgot mm -hmm. who I was talking about there. Don't give me, don't give me that look, Alan. You're giving me that look like that. I'm disappointing you. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I would love to support them, but uh, San Diego actually has some representation in the league. Um, so it's the chairman of the team. So I, I feel obligated if, I want to like have him back. If you want to be able to interview players still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes tomorrow when we actually talk to him, but we, we might uh, have to fold the podcast when he cancels us. Um, yeah. It's like him and then a couple of players uh, from the team. So they're taking the lead on that one. So, uh, but I, if, uh, if San Diego doesn't make it to the uh, play, the out of the play in rounds, uh, I'll definitely throw some support behind the Reno guys. Uh, good group of dudes. Uh, they had me on uh, before the preseason friendly against San Diego and I uh, have a lot of respect for what they do. They do a great job. Um, so uh, I do want them to be successful as well. So uh, I will be throwing a little bit of support their way, just uh, not against 
the loyal. But I don't think we're in the same group. I think we have a weird group in our group. So I can support them till we get to the playoffs. And I still like, you know, I, I, unfortunately, Alan wasn't really a big part of our podcast when we, uh, Dylan and I traveled up to Reno for the opening match last season. Uh, and I, I still think that has been my favorite road trip. I haven't done many road trips, but that has been my favorite one. I'm just full experience wise uh, from getting up to Reno and basically getting the, you know, hands on, you know, tour of the city uh, and drinking. by Brad. And drinking and the you know, biggest part was just getting absolutely and then, uh, blasted. Did you guys have like more <laughs> or something crazy done like that? We did. Yeah. They, the the Reno supporters made us try that nasty stuff. We were a game. I think all of us. Uh, I know Andy at least was there and tried that with us because uh, there was a few supporters that made that trip. Um, you know, from uh, Oliver uh, Vise, the GM of uh, Orange County, buying a round of drinks for the supporters that made the trip uh, to going to a. A local brewery after the match, even though we only had about two hours before our flight was going to take off, uh, we still decided to stop at a brewery beforehand, made it to the airport, like right as the gate was closing. Luckily, Reno is a smaller airport, not a uh, long line to get through. But then Dylan um, almost causing us to miss our flight by leaving his phone. I still in, have the bruises in the car because we were because we were running through the airport. We're running through the airport because they're basically calling Dylan on his phone. Hey, are you guys making your flight? Uh, Dylan took the long route. It's like a Mario Kart race. And he took the bad route and sort of, I don't know if there was one of those uh, turtle shells on the road. He, uh, I, I took the inside lane, he took the outside and just, lane, and Dylan just tumbled. Boom. Yeah, I hit the ground. I did it later. And then and a second time, I'm looking at my legs right now, and they still bruised. A second time on that race to the to the gate because the gate was of course the very last gate in the in the airport. Um, a second time on the way to the gate, right in front of this big old, I think it was a moose or something that was uh, positioned as like a scenery, uh, a fake moose. Dylan takes another tumble. I sort of had to help him and and carry him to the gate almost. But luckily we made funny. it. I'm sure the flight. It was fun. Hey, it was, was it was an experience. Let's say it was that. Hilarious. Yeah, it was a good time. I <laughs> yeah. missed that. I'm, and then I'm Dylan on the for... flight home. <laughs> I thought I was going to be sick, but I was not. Um, I rallied because I'm a big boy and I'm a champ. Um, but I'm excited for life to get back to normal in a few months. Um, I so hope everyone's taking things seriously right now. And so we can <laughs> we can get back to traveling to away matches and getting yes. way too drunk. Um, and, you know, just adult things. Yes. Alan understands. Alan, we'll have to bring we'll have to bring Alan into one of our our official podcast trips next time, so he can experience that as well. And then we can talk a lot of great talking about soccer the whole trip. Yes, great talking about soccer. The, it's so the meta. It's fifteen minutes old. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this is the thing that's hard about this time period is there's no real soccer matches to talk about. We are going to be talking a lot about video game soccer. So for those of you that aren't too into that. Um, I apologize for that. That's but that's one of the co competitive options we have. Both the unofficial tournament with the EUSL Championship and the official uh, USL E Cup. That's the Rocket League thing. We're going to be talking about that quite a bit. I'm going to be reaching out, trying to bring in some of these participants. I'm definitely going to reach out to our friends up in Reno to see if they can come join us. I'm going to be reaching out some of the some of my opponents or just some of the participants like we had last week uh, in the unofficial tournament that's happening on. And then anything else we can we can bring in that's going to be coming. We're going to still reach out to maybe some players, um, some other soccer personalities, some other podcast um, 
options to join us. We're going to keep things going. I know we were joking before we went live about maybe doing a whole ASMR episode. We may actually pull that off at some point. I don't know how well that will go as a podcast, but hey, uh, when you are stuck indoors and sort of going crazy, that's the type of things that are going to happen uh, with this. I say we do a Dylan um, Allen, Dylan Allen uh, book club once a month where we uh, get Dylan to recommend a four-line poem that will take us a month to read and understand. And then that's that's so you know it's a good poem. Like when you have to read it five or six times and you have to like, go do something else and come back to it and you like go for an hour-long walk and you just think about it and you still kind of don't have an idea and you come back and you, you finally figure it out. It's that's how I feel about so rewarding. Sonic. That's how I feel about playing Sonic the Hedgehog. I'll play it, and then I'm like, I nope, I gotta take an hour walk to figure out how to beat that level. So poems and Sonic the Hedgehog, very similar for me. Yeah, we're gonna try and come up with some interesting ways to keep this thing going and keep you guys interested. So if you guys have any ideas of what you want us to try out on an episode, let us know. Um, if it's you know a beer tasting episode, if it's a you know, short play that we're the three of us will read through a play for an episode. We could try something like that. I don't know what the options will be on that. Well, I got some uh, real good to... ones. I've read a lot of plays. <laughs> I'm sure in my you do, day. Dylan. I'm sure you do. Um, one last thing to talk about because uh, Orange County, this is actual Orange County news on on, on an Orange County SC podcast. Uh, Orange County SC on on Twitter is is sort of teasing a, 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 an announcement that they're going to make, and I'm going to quote their social media here. Um, quote, last year we signed the youngest male professional soccer player in U.S. history, Francis Jacobs. Next week's player announcement will take our youth movement to the next level. So uh, be on the lookout on social media for Orange County on what that announcement is going to be. That was on March 29th. So I don't know if they're talking about next week as – well, I guess if they're talking about next week, probably it's going to be – well, I don't know because what was the 29th? Saturday? Or yeah, Sunday. that sounds right. Sunday. No, I can't so count. The 29th was Sunday. Sunday. I don't know what day it is. So, I haven't known what day it is for like three or four yeah. days. I'm just like, what am, I, what am I so live streaming likely, today? <laughs> more than likely, our, it'll be next week that we're going to hear this big announcement that's going to take their youth movement to the next level. Once we find out what that is and once that announcement is made, we'll figure out you know what we can do to help support that. Maybe it's bringing a player on to talk about it, bringing the front office on to talk about it, or whatever it may be. Uh, but we definitely are going to anytime there's going to be Orange County SC news, we're going to definitely uh, make sure we talk about that. So that's something to keep an eye on for the near future. Uh, this, you know, what's going to happen right now is when we don't have much to talk about, there's going to be shorter episodes than we normally have, which I'm sure a lot of you are going to appreciate because sometimes those hour episodes can be tough to get through. But I'm going to do this. Uh, Alan, anything else we can talk about right now or anything else you want to discuss before we sort of wrap things up on this episode? Um, I, I mean, I got some beer delivered the other day and that was pretty nice. So there's still ways to support your local businesses. So please do that. Um, I know that's not, that's more like a random thought than anything, but I'm still, <laughs> I, I'm still trying to push that. Um, I know it's tough out there folks, but, uh, we'll get through it. And if you have things that you want to just like topics you want us to cover or things you want us to chat about, reach out, um, I know I'm pretty available on the Twitter machines. Uh, so if you just need a, a, a some friendly banter or whatever, uh, we're here for you. At least I am. I don't know. Dylan might be reading a book and Ray might actually be like caring for children. Uh, but um, I'm available. Reach out. 
Uh, I do play Xbox from time to time, so if you want to beat me up like Ray usually does on FIFA, I'm willing <laughs> to sacrifice myself to the uh, uh, to that Wonder Bread. 48. What's your gamer tag, Alan? What's your gamer Wonder, tag? Wonder Bread Forty Eight, because uh, I'm white and crusty on the Xbox um, machine. On the Xbox machine, so hit me up. Um, yeah, I'm always down. I know this is a tough time, but we'll I'll do my best to help you help you get through it. Now you're talking about. Uh, getting beer delivered. I thought it was pretty interesting because I had a friend tell me that uh, you can get like margaritas from like El Torito or something delivered to your house. I, I Or you can take them to go, I think it is, which is weird to me because uh, technically you're not supposed to really drive with those in your car, but who knows I, it, with the time and the things that are going on. It's very the interesting. Was loosened. Have you tried a, yeah. have you tried a margarita to go either of you? I have not, but there's a local barbecue place that was doing uh, Bloody Marys to go. And it was like basically a like jug of Bloody Marys with a sealed cap. And they gave you like the side of bacon and the side of all that stuff. And I was like, if I like Bloody Marys, I would check it out. But yeah, getting it's very New Orleans. Like, <laughs> You're ordering the Bloody Marys for the bacon. Just for the bacon. Right. I was like, my wife will drink all the rest. I'll eat the bacon because she doesn't eat the pork or the or the steak. So I'll eat the bacon. She'll have the Bloody Mary. Yeah, it's. I, I think they. Dylan was right. I think they relax some of the rules because they realize that restaurants are going to have a tough time. Um, but buy gift cards and then hang out, get it to go, get it delivered, whatever you got to do. Dylan, any other soccer stuff you could think of that we can talk about before we sort of wrap things up on this episode? No, um, I know a good amount of us follow English teams, maybe some of the smaller ones. Um, so if you're not familiar with iFollow, it's kind of the ESPN Plus of the EFL. If you follow an EFL squad, they have been showing, a lot of teams have been showing um, kind of historical matches um, for free on iFollow so you can watch um, your team play whatever team they happen to be playing, whatever match they happen to be showing. Um, that's that's a nice way to waste 90 minutes. My other thought is if you support Newcastle or Tottenham, the only two Premier League clubs that have furloughed their non-playing staff workers, I don't know what's wrong with you. You should probably find a new club because that is pathetic. These are Premier League sides. They make money hand over fist, especially if it's Newcastle and Tottenham, which don't spend a lot of money. It's embarrassing you got to be more like Liverpool. You got to be more like Everton. You got to be these sides that actually provide for their workers, for their players, and for the people that, you know, put on these match days. I, I don't understand. Um, All I could say is embarrassing the that they even try to justify Daniel it. Daniel Levy. Daniel yeah, Levy. It's pathetic, really. I, I, you know what? I'm a little bit I, heated I think now there's a lot thinking of, about it again. <laughs> I think there's a lot of Tottenham fans that are on your side on this, Dylan. There's a lot of Tottenham fans that are very upset. Uh, they've dealt with Daniel Levy for his penny pension for years now because it's turned them into a very profitable club, a club that can actually compete with some of the big boys. When you know you look 10, 15 years ago, they just couldn't financially compete with the big boys. Um, it's brought this new stadium. It's brought a, a bigger payroll. Uh, but I think a lot of them are looking at now at what's going on with this as this may be the last straw for Daniel Levy and maybe even ENIC with uh, Tottenham and and how much support they may get from some of the fans. I think this is a very big negative for them, which uh, again, I'm a huge Tottenham supporter. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, it sort of reminds me back in the days uh, with the Clippers. Cause I'm a huge LA Clippers fan. When Donald Sterling was in charge, it was a lot of penny pinching. It was a lot of, you know, sort of doing the bare minimum to try and 
do what you have to do. And it's just not a good thing, especially at this point, especially when you have a lot of these businesses and I give props to the businesses that are doing this. I know a lot of them are still trying to make as much money as they can, but there's a lot of businesses that are um, helping people out in this type of need in time of need. I know there's a lot of businesses laying people off or whatnot, but props to the businesses too, that are like, you know, providing free internet for people that need it, free access to applications that you need to be able to work from home, trying to do their part in this. Um, I know on my end, like Cox media, uh, they typically have a one terabyte uh, sort of cap unless you want to pay 50 bucks for unlimited internet on top of what you're already paying. You know, the hundred dollars you're paying a month for internet pay paying another 50 for unlimited. Uh, they sort of have uh, said, you know, at this point, we're not going to charge any overages. We're not going to cap you at this point because we know you're going to be using more. And there's a lot of businesses that are doing this type of stuff to try and help out. So when you have something like a Tottenham where you know they are profitable. You know they the way they've ran themselves, they're making a lot of money and doing something like this. It's it's despicable. It's hard. On a lighter note, did we talk about the home sweet soccer stuff that he's been doing? That uh, who's been doing? Oh J uh, Jason yeah, Weintraub. But we should. That yeah, he's been before. He's Jason Weintraub, I think, is one of the hardest working like journalists that are not like tied down to like a specific um network of people. Uh, but he's been getting guys to watch like pretty important. He's been doing it with League One games uh, and getting players who played in the match to come on and watch and talk about the match. I know uh, Three on Us Lads did something with Tampa Bay and Louisville with the coaches. Uh, but um, Jason's done a couple games. I think he's still up on his Twitter. So if you're looking for some uh, old playthroughs of some pretty fun matches with players involved in the in the matches, um, Go check that stuff out. Uh, Jason's a good dude. Uh, he says he's the Stephen A. Smith of of soccer, which I don't oh. think is a good thing. Um, Why would you want that? <laughs> Why would right? you want that? Right. Uh, <laughs> but I I know he he hustles a lot out and he's trying to create really good content. Um, and so check it out, Home Sweet Soccer on Twitter. Uh, he's been doing some matches and with watch watch throughs with players who were playing in that match. Uh, so go check it out. Support him. Give him a follow. Don't tell him I sent you because I don't know if he knows who I am. I'm just kidding. He might. He probably does. He's a great guy. He's the content you want. Oh, my, Alan. You know you have some sort of uh, you have some sort of agreement where if you send him followers, you're gonna get something out of it. Don't lie. Maybe some FIFA skills. Um, ooh, uh, just any FIFA skills would be. <laughs> that was nice a low blow, Dylan. That was uh, a low blow, Dylan. A FIFA skill. Would Alan's be already admitted he's not good FIFA at it. Skill. Yes, a timely tackle in one FIFA match. All right, ladies and gentlemen, random thought time. I'm going to go to Alan first. Even though he's already come up with a few random thoughts in this, he's going to have to come up with a whole new one for this actual official part of random thoughts. Um, so my wife's been doing a lot of baking, and I know there's like kind of it feels like a lot of pressure to like try something new and be creative and do something, blah, blah, blah. Like don't feel the pressure to do anything like that. Like just be you. Enjoy the time you have with your family. Don't try to like overexert yourself doing some new stuff if you feel the urge to make baked pretzels or make beer bread like my wife did go for it but don't feel the pressure i think it boils down to like the instagram life of people putting like their best thing out there and like look at my life like just do you and enjoy yourself and just be safe and healthy and if you don't want to pick up any new languages or learn how to sew don't worry about it um i'm not i'm playing video games and podcasting that's um pretty much what, so I've what been makes you happy Right. So uh, don't feel like you have to like, oh, this I have all this time to like figure out my life. Don't worry about it. It's, it it'll be fine. That's my random thought.
Dylan. Uh, I don't have anything for you to read this week. Um, I've been waiting for this recommendation since yesterday. What? I'll give you one. I'm sorry. What? Hey, if you want something else to listen to, you can listen to The Distraction. Read the back of a Tide box if you have to. I've started another podcast um, with a couple teenagers, so it's... I don't want to say I feel old. Like I don't want to say that I'm old, but I feel old when I'm talking. You're to the old person on a podcast. I'm the old person <laughs> on a podcast. It's very weird, and uh, it's very clear that I'm not 19. That being said, I um yeah, go support a local business. There's a lot of really deserving local businesses um, that I uh, that I like that are near and dear to my heart that give me things um, to do and that I have a lot of fond memories at. Uh, these are things that need your money at this trying time. So if you can, go give them your money. Um, and if you can't, then I don't know. Best of luck to us all. But I hope everyone's staying inside and staying safe. Definitely, go wash yeah, your hands. That's of- my random thought. Go wash your hands. I'm going to uh, jump on top of this. I, I, I want to say, you know, you know, make sure you're staying inside. Make sure you're doing your part to help uh, flatten the curve and help help everyone in this nation uh, or as many of us that we can to survive what's going on. I know there's still a lot of people that don't think this is a big, uh, a big deal. Um, You know, I know someone recently that went and decided to go have lunch with a friend and then take selfies after they had lunch and post them on social media. Um, Definitely. You could see in the, in the selfies, it's not a six foot distance between people. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, I get it. It's difficult. We all want to be able to go out and, and do stuff. You know, me and my wife have had the urge. We want to do karaoke, but we know we can't do that right now. We want to go hang out with friends. I want to go coach my son in soccer and let him go out and, you know, play. But there, there's something that's happening where we all need to be a part of it is, and uh, keep a distance from each other and help help everyone get past this as, as much as we can. So make sure you're doing your best to try and do that. At, um Everyone, for everyone, this is difficult. It's not an easy circumstance. We're not used to this. This is nothing we ever plan on going through. But do what you can. Do what you have to do to get through this. Uh, we're trying our best to try and help out with, with a lot of this stuff. If if you need help on how to set up a virtual gathering of people, or, or maybe you don't have a way to do that, because maybe you don't have um, something like us where we can do this Google Hangout thing and have a large group of people join in if you need help with that reach out to us on social media let us know hey can you help us arrange a virtual get together where we can get a big group of people on to social media or onto google hangouts or something like that we're willing to help you out with that i know myself dylan allen any of us will jump on and help you set that up on our end because we can host that on our our setup we have the resources to do so we're willing to do that um if you need that if you need that some sort of social interaction even though it's still via camera, you still get to see and talk to people that maybe you're missing out on. So, uh, you know, do what you can reach out to us. If you need help, like Alan said, uh, I think we're all willing to sort of, if you need someone to talk to you, we're willing, if we have the time to do so, I mean, we'll, we'll jump on and talk to you, whether it's on Twitter, on social media, video chat, if you want to set something up, we'll do it for you. Um, I know I'm still working out the, the bugs and trying to figure out how we can set up a virtual game night doing like Jackbox party, uh, via a Google Hangouts for people that want to join. So we're going to set that up uh, and, and get a nice big group of people if they're willing or if they're wanting to do that, to do something like that as well. So um, everyone do your part. Find ways to interact with others, however you can do so. Um, there's a lot of cool apps out there that people are are finding too that are, are working out for that too. So yeah, um, 
I think that's going to wrap things up for this. Uh, I'm going to go to you, Alan. How do people, if they want or they need to find a way to talk to you, how do they reach out to you, Alan? Hey, Underwood 48 on the Twitter machines and Wonderbread 48 on the Xbox machines. There you go, Dylan. Uh, you guys can find me or you women can find me um, on Twitter at OCSE underscore Dylan on Reddit slash U slash OCSE underscore Dylan on Ubisoft. Sorry, you play um, at Cheeky M7, which is C H E E K I M7. You can find me on Steam at U Y O U. You can find me on Origin at Cheeky M7, same spelling as the other one. And I think that's everything I've got. So uh, come say hi. Just give out every single way to get a hold of Dylan there, but God, he still won't it. show you his face on camera because he just I'm does too not beautiful like to do that. For quarantine, I can't do that to people. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at OC or sorry at DJ Ray Samora. You can find the podcast on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast. You can go to our website OCSCPodcast.com to listen to each and every one of our episodes and also read anything we've written. Although we haven't written much in a while because there hasn't been much Orange County stuff to talk about. Um, yeah. A, Alan, I, I know you don't know this by heart, and I know I've put you in the spotlight of this a few times, but let our listeners know about Icarus FC. Tired of those cookie cutter Nike and it kits by Nike and Adidas? Go to Icarus FC to design your team's new kit, whether you are a Sunday league or a semi-pro team or even a pro team. Go check them out. Icarus FC, your home for creative soccer kits. Great job, Alan. Um, so for Alan, for Dylan, I am Ray. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, and we are out. You have been listening to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. For the latest Orange County SC news and information, visit our website, OCSCpodcast.com. Also, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and U.S. soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com.